Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Join my oh, dudley boys, Michael Huffer from What Culture to look ahead to tonight's episode. Oh, man. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Dressing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Uh, 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 we do daily. Uh. Daily wrestling podcast where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. But a quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to Raw tonight and all the fallout from Elimination Chamber. Yes, I, um, I thought if I give you my thoughts, my sort of overarching thoughts on what tonight's Raw might look like, then we'll take maybe like a 10, 15-minute break. We'll come back, we'll talk about one of the big advertised matches tonight, then maybe like 10, 15 minute comfort break. We'll come back, we'll talk about, speculate maybe on some of the WrestleMania matches that have now been built off Elimination Chamber. Maybe one last quick break to review some of the video packages. Um, I thought I might show you a bit of Gateshead. Seems nice. Like, seems like a pretty pleasurable experience for us, doesn't it? Unless you just want to get to it and we'll just go bang, 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 bang. I'm just worried people are going to, you know, get a stopwatch and time how long we're only talking about wrestling. And we're in real trouble. I, I shouldn't have shouldn't have engaged. We'll talk more about it on the Elimination Chamber review, which will be live on YouTube, by the way, at 2.30pm UK time. I lost. I'll say this on the audio one, because I probably won't on the YouTube, because I don't want to get people, people don't care about mm. stupid X stuff. We'll just actually talk about the wrestling. Uh, I, I fell afoul of an engagement account. <laughs> and my accounts have a lot of followers. And the ultimate irony, and perhaps his biggest W and my biggest L, I had this engagement account on mute, so I sort of forget they exist. And then obviously every now and then, because of broken X, yes. things appear back in front of you. And do you know how this account appeared back in front of me? How? Biggest dub of all, the biggest LTST of all of this, right on the verge of him getting absolutely flattened by Hoopflit. <laughs> it was a Matt Rains quote tweet oh. that brought something to my front door on an otherwise lovely Saturday. And I was like, what the f*** is this? <laughs> and then... And then I had to not go on Twitter much for a couple of days. <laughs> well, well done, Matt. That was good. I'll give you that one. <laughs> yes, as I say, we've got all the fallout from, from Chamber, which we'll be reviewing later. Um, I really enjoyed this show, just as a quick note on it. Predictable, but that sometimes that's a good thing. Drew McIntyre is the new number one contender. Uh, 
at least for now, the only number one contender for uh, Seth Rollins World Heavyweight Championship. We'll get into that a little bit later on mm-hmm. uh, regarding new additions to that match potentially. But uh, presumably tonight, Drew's like, it's finally happening. I'm finally getting my WrestleMania moment. I'm going to win the world title in front of fans, etc., etc. Yeah, um, full steam ahead for Drew McIntyre. It's, it's great with a character like Drew because obviously the trick, the trick with... Drew at this point, now that we're well established, we know who he is, we know why, like what his motivations are and when he comes out and he's doing the smug stuff with Punk at the moment, but just like the bigger picture for him. uh, It's great when a character that's this big an arsehole has an actual win to trumpet. Because what really... Especially the way that he got it. Yeah. What you want out of this character is to ultimately always keep falling short because then it kind of keeps the story going. If he's always got somebody to blame or he's already got an excuse lined up, you look forward to him having to deal with that and then move forward. And how is he going to brush this aside this time? How is he going to sneak his way to something else this time? And then every now and then you get a week where everything is rosy in this character's garden. And I just... I can already picture... How he's got one of them smiles, Drew, where he doesn't need to show teeth, but somehow his lips like <laughs> stretch from one end of his cheek to the other, like sort of Terrence and Phillips mouths yes. in South Park. When he smiles or smirks, it actually looks like that emoji smirk. Mm-hmm. Do you know the one I'm on about? Mm-hmm. Like sort of, mm, I'm, I'm making the noise. I know what you mean. He's got that face, and I just can't wait for that smirk. He's fresh off becoming number one contender to a Seth Rollins who is injured. And thus, Drew can basically just, if he wants to, just chop block his bad leg. Yeah. Just claim aura if he wants to. Seth's, of course, going to say, can't beat me. We have proven this. Big stage, little stage, TV, it doesn't matter. You can't beat me. So there's your there's your WrestleMania story. And for Drew to be like, look, it looks to me like you've got other business to attend to, and that's being Cody Shield. And you weren't there from last week, were you? Because I beat him too. Yeah. This is all different. It's my time. Da, 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 da. And obviously, as you alluded to, there might yet be some forks in the road to WrestleMania mm. as relates to this match. But I just I relish Drew getting to relish his current situation. He got three eliminations in the chamber. Bobby Lashley, I think he'd already been hit with a few things and got hit with another Claymore as yeah. he was setting up for something else. LA Knight, Drew McIntyre had no involvement in his nope. elimination. AJ Styles just broke a chair over him and Drew went, thanks very much. <laughs> and then, of course, Randy Orton at the very end uh, with a major assist from Logan Paul. But, yeah, he's going to come in cock-a-hoop saying... Oh, beat everybody. I, I went end to end. Yeah. I gutted my way through this, uh, the most <laughs> grueling match in WWE, the whole thing. It's great. Um, and yeah, Seth, thankfully, also at the chamber said he was days away from being medically cleared. So maybe even he makes that announcement tonight. What if that was by design and days away from being medically cleared was almost like an invitation? Red rag to a bull. Uh, Drew McIntyre is the bull. And he uh, says, Ah, oh, so I was listening to what you said in Australia. Great to hear that. Uh, tomorrow, I understand, you're going to, I don't know where, Birmingham, Alabama, or wherever the wrestlers yeah. go to get cleared. Uh, safe travels. And then he just takes him out, and he delays <laughs> it. He says, well, if you can't defend the title at WrestleMania, maybe you should just hand it over to me now. Yeah. Just vacate it. Like, he stops Seth getting the medical clearance, and Seth has to wait until the week of to get cleared. Like, the go-home <laughs> roll is when he's finally able to get cleared because Drew's just kept targeting the knee or something like that. Could do a, a thing where he pretends to get uh, hit by a car, gets a cast put on his leg. Oh, no, weird. <laughs> uh, I've got some friends in the film industry. Which is sort of the opposite now, isn't it? Because if anything, he's got quite a big enemy in the film industry. Indeed. Um, we'll talk about it now, actually, because Sami Zayn's in action tonight against Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like, you know, 
finally Sammy might get a win off the back of this. He's been on a bit of a downward spiral. And yet, despite all that, you and I and many others are sat here going, does he make it a triple threat? Because Phil said this on the, the stream on Saturday, Sammy Zayn does have a valid point of, you didn't really win the chamber, did you, Drew? You just sort of stuck around whilst other people got taken out by yeah. their circumstances. And yeah, fair play for, for being in there, but I don't think you can quite claim and you you merit a, a world title match at WrestleMania, et cetera, et cetera. Somehow Sammy manages to work his way into it because, by God, he deserves it. The problem with Sammy at the moment is... We talked about this weeks ago. He is only ever one promo away from a world title. Match. Yes. In terms of his performance ability and how much he can sell you on anything and how beloved he is, he's only ever one promo away. But within kayfabe and within, I think, some fairly logical booking, and if you look at like wins and losses, they do, WWE do try and make it matter. They don't have the formalized rankings, but they've got a version of it. Mm. I'm not suggesting that Sami Zayn... Going 50, say if he beats Shinsuke Nakamura tonight, by going 50 50, he suddenly put himself back in the conversation. But he does have a bit of a, like to that point, which I think is a good one that Phil's made there, but to that point of saying, well, Drew, you didn't really earn it. Sammy's similarly not really got a leg to stand on yes. to getting himself. He's like, well, neither of you, Sammy, yes, you've just beaten Shinsuke, but you couldn't beat Drew, and Drew won that. So if absolute bare minimum, Drew's above you. Even yeah. if you don't think he deserved it. You didn't even qualify for you the didn't even Exactly, that sort of stuff. So it's not that in real life I don't have faith in Sammy to do it, but I do wonder about the storyline mm. how you do it. We have been optimistic about two separate matches for WrestleMania. One being that Sami Zayn gets into the world title and one being Gunther versus Chad Gable. Mm. I said this weeks ago, if you remember, I still am not quite closing the door on Sammy versus Gunther. Yeah. Um, I want to open it to Chad. It felt like last week the fact that things were culminating at the same time allowed you to get excited. But Sami Zayn looking upon the world title picture and realising that that door has now slammed shut, but his quest and thirst for a singles title goes on, Mm -hmm. um, could indeed lead him to Gunther. He saw what Gunther did to, like, Jey Uso last week, so you could easily have a backstage thing where Sami's obsession with a singles title is leading him to Gunther's door and Jey is saying, I had him. Mm. Yeah. It was hard, it was rough, but I had him. It was Jimmy that got involved in it. Like, I know you can do it. I'm saying this best friend to best friend. I think you can do it. Yeah. I think you can be the one to stop him. And again, like, we are rooting deep down for Chad Gable here, but the moment would be on a similar scale, wouldn't it? Yeah. Sami Zayn goes to WrestleMania, either an incredible win or a heartbreaking loss. You get in the same sort of balance as you get in the Chad, and a different but similar quality of match. Yes. Different style, but people would love it in the building. So I'm not quite ruling that out yet. But I am very interested to see what Sammy's got in his locker and what WWE creatively have got as a way to sell you on it. Again, Sammy himself can sell you, but I want a story that makes sense. I don't want the baby face to have to be a dickhead. Yes. Sammy Zayn especially. Like, I don't want the baby face to connive his way into a title match. I don't really like it. I get how it happens, but I don't really like it when the heels are... Uh, hoisted by their own petard mm. and like a baby face says, huh, if uh, you weren't such a dumb coward, you let me in the match and the heel then, a dumb coward, <laughs> says, oh, we'll see about that. You're in the match, Sammy. Well done. It's like, oh, everybody's a bit stupid here. Mm-hmm. It's not very baby face like in the heel. Like, especially not Drew. Drew's had to connive too much and be too smart and like backdoor his way. Why would that Drew McIntyre let anybody yes. near Seth Rollins other than himself? And it's difficult to not perceive if they insert Sammy in 
he's kind of yeah backdoored his way in in terms of you didn't have to compete in the elimination chamber. To yeah, here uh-huh. it's it's a bit it's a bit tricky. But if Sammy and the world title is the plan, and he's talking up this title, this aspiration that he's got, if that is the plan, you have to believe that they've already thought about this, and there is something. Uh, there's an elegant solution to this because they've had they've not been shy about beating him. No, but Nakamura less so Drew because Drew was on course here, but the Nakamura loss was a big one, if only just to give Sammy his win back. So you yes. kind of have to feel like there's 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 an, an elegant solution that we're just not seeing yet with Sammy's route to WrestleMania. It's great though, like not knowing is okay. I think mm. here because I've got I've certainly got faith, and plenty of people don't. I have enough faith in this company to have already mapped this out. I just don't think we're seeing this quality of the Sami Zayn promos without knowing what Something, the plan is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not, they're not just making it up week by week with this character. Um, I like the idea as well of of those it being Sami and Shinsuke considering their history together. Mm. And, you know, Shinsuke's, I, I find, clearly passionate about this new version of his character. There's always the question mark as to whether which Nakamura is going to show, which match you're going to get. And it's been a very similar story for quite a few years now. It's kind of a gatekeeper, but WWE can't work out how high the gate is. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, is it a gate that you need like a password and you have to like def- like pay three troll tolls or is it just a gate you can clamber over <laughs> to get your ball back? They don't, they don't really quite yeah. know, but it's definitely where he's fitting right now, isn't it? It's like, we need somebody to get three weeks out of a baby face. Right. Uh, Nakamura will say something about the guy's kids and it'll be this like really <laughs> sinister music that'll play in the background of the promo and then he'll get beat. I like the uh, visual as well of Nakamura loading up to Mist Sammy and Sammy countering, throwing him in the corner and halluva kicking so that the Mist flies out of Shinsuke's. You mouth. love fantasy booking Mist spots, and I love you fantasy booking. Yeah. We've still we never had the Cody Rhodes American Nightmare Mist where he had three separate Mists. <laughs> still through like through like a Play-Doh Fun Factory filter, so yeah. all three could come out in red, white, and blue. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Jay there. He presumably will have to respond to his brother's interference in, from last week. This yeah, tonight. Um, I would like Jey Uso, and look, I want to preface this bit of fantasy booking with WWE's neglect of the uh, brand split of late has actively undermined what I thought was a tremendous start to all of this, and I made no secret of that. I doubted that Jimmy and Jay could get to WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and then Cody bringing Jay to Raw, as we talked about at length. I, it was, I was just the biggest fan of it. I thought that is such a cool device because it spins off in all these different directions. And sure enough, what did we get? All these different directions. It fed into a very logically booked War Games match. Mm-hmm. And then you were pretty much then coasted clear, weren't you? Jey Uso can pretend that, oh, great, I never need to think about Jimmy ever again. <laughs> and then at some point, the fix was going to be in and something was going to happen. And now we've had it. I thought the heat last week was great. But I am disappointed slightly that the amount of moving from both brands, not just the Usos, but a lot of wrestlers have had, has kind of done away, like, Jay willing to isolate himself on the enemy island that was Monday Night Raw, like, was rooted in the idea that SmackDown was effectively a locked door, which he'd locked himself out of, and it's not. People are just, it's the, the door is not forbidden mm-hmm. to use wrestling parlance. Like, there's, there's talent going both ways. But I would like Jay to say where's the effect of... Uh, I knew, like, I know now who you are and you've screwed me out of singles titles. You're jealous mm. of me. Uh, you were jealous of me winning the world title. That Roman explanation you gave was nonsense. Like, retcon that as being a lie. Mm-hmm. But let's not pretend it was a good story in the first place because it wasn't. Let's just say it was a lie. It was jealousy. It was all this. And it's jealousy again. I'm not having it. Uh, 
and I'm going to do what I swore I would never do, and I'm going to return, not f- like all the time. I'm going to be at, at SmackDown. Like I didn't expect you to turn up to Raw, but when you least expect it, I will be at SmackDown. I'm not scared of Roman. I'm not even scared of the Rock. Ooh. And when you least expect, Rock's on this week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. When you least expect it, Jimmy, keep looking over your shoulder. Because I know how long it takes you guys to walk to the ring in Roman shadow. The view, <laughs> the view never changes, Love Pat. That. And uh, and be looking. And then what you've got then? Of course, is, Jimmy's not going to accept straight away. No. And then you've got Jimmy's paranoia. He'll be great at playing that on SmackDown. Like Roman's like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" He's like, nothing, <laughs> nothing, boss. And he's like, he's constantly nervous that Jay's going to attack stuff like that. Like they can play with the black hoodie because that's now kind of built into it. Because that's what they use as the interference thing. And I just lay down the law, lay down the threat, Jimmy. Shouldn't want the match, as you point out. Whereas Jay, every week, I get it. I get what you're doing here. Let's just do it. Brother versus brother, WrestleMania. Uh, like, it was WrestleMania 10 when a younger brother beat a bigger brother. So who's say it can't happen again 30 years later? Mm. And then I go, oh, talking about Owen and Brett. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, but then just leave that there because there's no way your match can top that match. Yes. But, uh, but like, make the sort of reference, like, younger brothers have beaten bigger brothers at WrestleMania before, and I'm going to do the same. And Jimmy's like, no, you're not. No, yeah, I'm just, no, no, thanks. I'm uh, I'm going to Wally Mania, couple of days rest, and then I'll be accompanying the tribal chief. Thanks very much. Yes, I, I don't wish to work. And then you find a way to force Jimmy's hand. Maybe this is maybe this is where the SmackDown GM's little simmering unrest with the bloodline. I was thinking that maybe too. he says, oh, look, "I've been having a chat with uh, my contemporary Adam Pearce, and uh, we've come up with a brilliant bit of interbrand booking. It's going to be uh, you versus Jay at WrestleMania, and Jimmy's absolutely raging and." Like he's like, Roman, you've got to do something about this. And I was like, business. take care of Jay. Take care of the Jay problem. Yeah. And Aldis gets his, uh, gets his little sort of moment over the bloodline there. I think Jimmy should say, I'm we're ste- stepping on our SmackDown preview for later on this week, but I like the I, idea. I, I don't imagine we'll talk about wrestling. <laughs> I like the idea of Jimmy Uso saying, I will never wrestle my brother. And then it turns out, you're not going to be in a wrestling match at WrestleMania, Jimmy. You're going to be in a... Yeet fight. I, lo- I mean, I love it. I've just thought of something else as well. Uh, you know, like the Bloodline are all sat backstage. And j- like they just replay one of our favorite Bloodline spots of last year. Jimmy's like, like really solemn. Exactly as you said. It yeah. picture like Undertaker, Kane or Bretto. And I will never fight my brother. And then Roman just goes, beat up Jay at WrestleMania. I will fight my brother. <laughs> like, it's, 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 like, there's not even yes. a pause. There's not even a beat. It's like, there's no beat. There's no yeet. It's just like, right, okay. <laughs> That's how it happens. <laughs> Deal with the Jay problem. Yeah. I will fight my brother. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Speaking of uh, WrestleMania matches, though, we also know that uh, Becky Lynch will be the one to challenge Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Um, I don't really think they need to do anything with this. Well, and yet, I want to see these two interact for the next few weeks. This is it. This is it, right? So this match has existed for about a year and a half because every time they're briefly faced off on television, it's great. Oh. Like, the build is... The, bi- the build is one of those WWE builds that used to be a lie but is now the truth. The absolute objective, biggest working star this women's division has ever created... Versus the current version of that. Yes. that's And that is true. And how often did like, WWE just say that? And it mm-hmm. was like, you know, we were at, I don't know if you remember this, one of the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania of all time. It was No lies detected. It was the third uh, two-night WrestleMania and the first one that wasn't in a pandemic, right? They would just lie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rhea Ripley, like, not that you needed it, but as evidenced by, like, that fantastic, like, hometown main event, home country, should I say, main event, Big bells and whistles presentation and big victory over Nia Jax. Yeah, she's from Red Alight. Red Alight is the one right now. Uh, this push has worked. The fact that she's not defended the title that much hasn't harmed anything really. Me and Phil on the stream tried to remember five title matches for Rhea Ripley's and we were struggling. Zelina Vega. Correct. Ivy Nile. Correct. Zoe Stark. Correct. Uh, Maxine Dupree. Yep, I think so. Disaster. Um, was in the women's chamber as well. Yeah. Uh, there was like a multi-woman one as well, but this person... Candice LeRae on Raw. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. It was rubbish. Um, uh, Tegan? No, Tegan Knox went for the NXT title, didn't she? Liv Morgan? No. Raquel Rodriguez. Raquel Rodriguez. God, it was real yeah. shame, real letdown, wasn't it? Um, yeah, not a great run, but... Uh, the uh, what's that? I always get the phrase mixed up. The total is greater than some of its parts. Like if you break that run down, it's not been much to write home about. But again, all the lies are true. Look at the aura. Look at the vibe. Look at those intangibles. She is absolutely mm. presenting as the biggest star in this division. And Becky Lynch, going right the way back to when they first came. Was it like November ago? Something the first like time that, they passed yeah. on the ramp. You were like. One day, oh my god, one day, yeah. And here's that day. It's WrestleMania. It's uh, Becky Lynch as well. I think. Well, I think both of these actually. That's not fair on Rhea. Both of these will take this as a matter of personal pride to have one of the best matches on the card because it's going to be an in-ring stacked and jacked WrestleMania. And you've got Rhea and Charlotte to try and top. You've got Becky and Bianca to try and top. Yeah. And Rhea will probably want another WrestleMania quality match along the lines of Charlotte, and Becky will just want to prove that she's still. The man, like she's yeah. having it. She's had loads of great matches in this post twenty twenty one comeback. She'll want knowing that they're not going to go on last. They'll want to make everybody feel like they should Absolutely. have gone on last. Yeah, it's they've sort of sneakily got a lot of champions, like three hundred odd days, haven't they? I mean, yeah, Rhea's it's, obviously it's quite a Triple H thing. He likes his long reigns. You got Gunther, you got Roman, mm. Seth's basically there now. Tag belts are getting up there. Mm. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think in the olden days, you know what they do because we've got about five, six weeks until WrestleMania. Can they coexist tag team for a bit? Uh, they can't do that, can they? No, no. no I wonder no. if um, I don't, like it's five weeks is no time at all, and yet it's ages in do WWE. You? I, like I don't know if you 
I don't know what you do with them. They, like, they, again, you need creative, you need, like, I don't really want Becky Lynch. Do I want Becky Lynch? She's, she's not, f she's a good comedic performer, but a lot of the time the material isn't funny. Do I want her engaging with R-Truth? I don't think I do. Got an alternative. Go on. She fights Dominic Mysterio. That's not bad, yeah. She, um, she carried a... I'm the man. You're not, mate. Oh, yeah. just, she just batters him, yeah. She carried a pretty risible program with James Ellsworth that would have mm. echoes of this. And they had a like surprisingly entertaining match to wrap it all up. Maybe Dominic. Maybe that's the move. Yeah. Uh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Who does Becky Lynch credit as basically the one person that was vital to her survival, early days in wrestling, as somebody that she's like referred to as a brother? Somebody that she loves deeply for their shared past together and all the different roads they've travelled. Finn Balor. What about she catches Finn Balor in a quiet moment when he's just stood in that purple spotlight that he likes to hang out with? <laughs> and uh, just, can you pass a message on to her? Can you pass a message on to Rhea for me, please? And she just knows that like they've got this thing going all the way back. Like, what we talk about Triple H finds the links, doesn't he? That he loves. Oh, a little link between the two. And uh, I, it's a nice stable you got there, Finn. I know a man that would have once led this stable, and it doesn't like you. Uh, you've got the, the reins anymore. What are you talking about, Becky? And he's like, <laughs> and she's like, well, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Rhea's, Rhea's the boss. And it's like, there is no boss in the judgment day, but if there is a boss, it's me. Mm. Shut, shut up. And then uh, he goes and says, Rhea, well, there's no bosses there. Yeah, there is Finn. I'm the boss. Mm. Remember how you weren't handling business? So I've handled it. Look at this now, yeah. 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 And you sort of like, she sort of starts playing with that a little bit as a way to get into Rhea's head. Or, alternative, really bad idea. <laughs> I love it already. Uh, Judgment Day corrupt Becky Lynch's daughter. You've got a new mammy now. Rue. You know, when you first said daughter, I was thinking of uh, Bird Person from NXT. <laughs> she's having to stop getting corrupted by Tatum Paxley and she she's, misses another corruption. That's far more interesting storylines over in NXT. Um... We we do Nia Jax at WrestleMania, and is Sorry, that the Jay Cargill wears a purple suit one week, and then she's like, "Hang on, who side do you want?" So you're having to stop stopping from chair shotting someone in Australia. Nice, very good. It? Yeah, do you do Nia Jax versus Jade right now? Not right now, but as in if if you're picking a match WrestleMania, from, yeah, yeah, mania. possibly. There's no better time. Um, Nia Jax, I, I may have lost, but I'm still the most dominant woman, or whatever. Did you feel, I haven't already made this podcast enough about us after that little self-centered intro <laughs> I, I did. Did you feel like um, we were vindicated on this podcast about our shared love of this Nia Jax run Absolutely. After, after Saturday? Because Particularly that table spot. Well, there Hang was on a, one second, there's a button for this. Oh my God. Oh my God. The chair was rotating as she jumped. There was a lot of people surprised, and I get it, if you're not watching WWE or you're just making assumptions about the Nia Jax from prior to this. And again, I'll say this before, there were moments in that original Nia Jax run like, I thought a lot of Rhea and Nia mirrored Bailey from TakeOver 2015 in London. Uh, Ronda kind of made some magic with her. There were more fleeting moments of that original Nia Jax run. But just about everything she's been involved with since coming back in 2023 has been good. Yeah. she's She was an agent of chaos in the division at first. They got the Annihilator over. Why? So that it could be kicked out of in a perfect setting, which was Saturday. Yeah. If that was the Nia Jax project, end-to-end, still in success, Fantastic work. If you want to get an epilogue from that, she loses to Jade Cargill at, Wrestle at WrestleMania. Like, Jade Cargill not being in the chamber was a master stroke, by the way. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was because of the spoiled graphic or it was just, like, whatever changed or didn't happen was the right call because she would have ultimately probably... She would have got a massive but reaction. But, like, 
there were just other things going on that would have marginalised her. And they were booking everyone to lose, not via shenanigans, because of the men's chamber. Mm -hmm. And that's excusable, in my opinion, when it comes to eliminating Bianca through a surprise roll-up or Naomi or whoever it may be. Jade Cargill's first loss, you can't do that. They were very, I will say that I, I don't think the um, we should close the door just yet on Bianca and Jade. Yeah. Because obviously yeah. the Rumble tease was amazing. Uh, Bianca's promo time at the WrestleMania, I keep going back to this, the WrestleMania thing in Vegas, the kickoff, she got, I know Punk flagged this, she got a promo and Bailey didn't. So they, with Bailey already being set aside with the old Sky, they must have thought, who else are we going to shine this spotlight on? I just don't think her calling such a big shot in that on that night was for nothing. So unless you want to do Kabuki Warriors, what Jade and Bianca together? Mm. Oh my god, what a tag team! What that a ta- is. I mean, they couldn't be stopped, could they? Um, Bianca's selling of the defeat wasn't for nothing. No, like you don't. That was under instruction. That was under right. We're going to shoot this. It, like she was doing the proper like. She was just stopping just short of why I've become so violent, basically. She was having such a massive meltdown in the ring after Liv caught her. And then you weren't given the time to really process it because it was manhandle slam and Liv was beat. But Bianca's reality kind of coming down on Bianca mm-hmm. made you feel like there's something happening here. Liv Morgan, possibly, as a singles match. Like, WrestleMania can't just be all your dream matches. No. It's, I keep going back to the awesome truth thing. Range on a card is important. Bianca Belair is an over-character. There are several over-characters that could bounce yeah. off her. Interesting. Uh, obvious next question off the back of the, the really enjoyable <laughs> tag title match, the Judgment Day. Is it awesome truth for them at Mania? It feels like that's the only way you can go, really, now. Somebody was saying this in December. Turn <laughs> the tips. Uh, I want it. It's generating what I would consider a fairly healthy debate. I see the argument for main event last year and this this year I, I get that however um someone's going to main event every year and then somebody different is going to main event the following year yes and i don't think awesome truth winning the belts is again maybe this is a subjective thing i don't think awesome truth winning the belts is a stain on the tag titles considering a couple of really good runs and some and several great matches for these belts in the same way that I would Gunther having a multi-man for the Intercontinental. Mm. I think there's always context to be applied. And I think Awesome Truth winning the belts is it's two things, really, isn't it? It's an earnest babyface payoff to a bunch of heels being cruel to an incredibly over babyface. Let's take the names out. Let's take the Judgment Day. Let's take Awesome Truth. Let's take our truth specifically out of this. A bunch of baddies, right? Had a guy who was nothing but nice to them. Mm-hmm. Our truth, innocent character in this, but a bunch of baddies. Had a good guy who was bought him a new TV for the Clurb House, right? Was nothing but nice to them, a bit misguided, and they've ultimately bullied him and beat him up repeatedly. Mm-hmm. To such an extent that an old friend has basically said, I'll still be a mate, right? If you take all of those characters out of it, and you, I know some of like our truth stuff always kind of like ends up being reduced to being trivial, that's like a nice WrestleMania yeah. undercard payoff. That especially if fans are into it. Fans like hating the baddies. Fans love one of the goodies. It's a lot like, of like heavy blood feuds yeah. going in. You need a bit of levity. I made, I made this point last week. Like our specifically in tag settings, our truth is generating some of the biggest reactions yeah. on these shows. There would be a big reaction for a nice thing where even and I'm like again, I just think the belts are in better. People trust 
the status of the belt. I, I understand the argument that, oh, we're not just doing this work to undo it. I would get that if I thought that you were undoing it. Mm. If Awesome Truth lose the belts within one, two, three weeks. AOP two, could take it off him, yeah. AOP, anybody like that. It's not Zack Ryder winning the IC title and no, losing it to Miz no. next night because nobody cared about belts then. No, like they're just It's the moment, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, not like, well, where do we go from here in the Awesome Truth title reign? Again, it's like, well, we'll do that, but... Miz and Truth, you know that this is for a nice thing on the night. This is not for, you know, you're not going to have some... Like, when uh, Owens and Zayn won the belts, it was like, and it's going to be Roman and Solo next, by the way. Like, Awesome Truth are not going to, the like, the rock and Roman reigns at Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, our fans in France, you're probably not getting that. But um, I, it just, I feel like there is a trade that could be made here where you get a very nice moment. You get possibly the end of Damien Priest's association with the Judgment Day, or at least... His tag aspirations, done. We had a good run, but I've got this case. Yes, and like, time's running out. Yeah. Time's running out. I just think there's loads to do there. And I I think there's a great tag roster, but they f- can have a showcase then for be after WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. One one group who actually segues nicely into our final point, one group who could take the titles off them and believably uh, make an argument to be in the conversation anyway is Imperium. Yeah. Giovanni Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser... For tonight, though, they're in action against the New Day. Mm. Kofi and Xavier, who were, uh, you know, who, love, bloody love to have fun, them too. Taking it seriously. Street fight tonight. I think quietly the New Day are having a very good year. And I, like <laughs> water is wet. It's the New Day. <laughs> but uh, 10 years the New Day this year. Uh, an amazing achievement in modern WWE when it was at its absolute worst. But a deserved one because they're beloved and rightfully so. Uh, I listened yesterday, by the way. I had to go and catch up on some steps, and I uh, had the first opportunity to listen to your interview with Big oh. E. Uh, you do great work, and you should get commended more for it, because it's not an easy job. But Big E certainly makes it sound an easy job. Because I felt like I could have sat yeah. in that room and had the nicest chat with him for <laughs> hours and hours and hours and hours. Go check out Our Heroes Rock on YouTube. We're not paid to plug that, by the no, way. No, no, no. Um, it's I. Go and listen to that podcast. Jonathan Davenport, we've got a great relationship with him, of him, course. An incredible gear designer. We first bonded over when I spotted that he'd done gear dressed as the Sonic character in the New Day, and he was like, I can't believe anybody saw that. And I was like, I did. I love your work. Let's yeah. talk more. Andreas Hale, the three of them got yeah. together. It's amazing. Uh, but yeah, check out the video on YouTube of Wilborn and Biggie. Um, and who knows, maybe that's not the last we'll see of Biggie soon. That's all I'm allowed to say for now. Uh, but I love what the New Day have got going at the moment. I do expect Imperium to win. However, like, it wouldn't be a massive shock if the New Day got it done. The whole deal where they've been, like, jumping Imperium from the crowd, where the fight has become so real that, the, like, the, this is a street fight. Street fight, no hold barred? I believe so. Street, street fight, fight, yeah. It's a street fight because it needs to be a street fight. How rare does that feel? Like, they've actually, they can't be contained within a wrestling ring. They're brawling out in the crowd. They're wrecking segments, all this sort of stuff. They're wrecking furniture. Boom, drop off the... Uh... Oh, my God. Yes, please. Uh, Wood's doing, like, one of his giant elbows from, like, one side of the building. Like, whatever. Like, it's going to kick ass. Uh, it could go either way. I do think Imperium will win. But, again, if New Day get it done, I think it's more on this, we're getting serious because post-WrestleMania... Yeah. Ten years in, like, there'll be a there'll be a... Big, big push to the New Day getting another reign with the tag titles. And I love them, but nobody was really keeping them in contention, were they? No. Uh, again, on Big E, should he ever wish to return? The idea of New Day reuniting as a trio and having this like lingering animosity with Imperium when Gunther's not got the IC title, there's a three-on-three you want to watch. 
just it's it's just a nice bit of business. All of this, and yeah. the match will be good. The match will be good. Oh, it'll be absolutely it will be class. good. It's going to be yeah, hot. I can easily see as well. Gunther decide. You know what? Bollocks! I'm going to help the boys, and then that's Chad Gable comes down and hits him with a <sighs> delayed su- suplex, and that look. starts the ball rolling. Do you know where they are tonight? The the Sap Center uh, in San Jose, California. 11,665 tickets distributed according to Russell. 11,000. Sap Center, more like the Fap Center. <laughs> Sorry, that's your bit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. But that's insane. I mean, yeah, obviously brawl around the arena if that's the case. Yeah. Probably. That's... I love the new production as well on Raw. Or yeah. On WWE generally, but yeah, we noticed it mainly on Raw, obviously. Yeah, that was it. We were trying to, like, I didn't want to be... Kevin Dunham been gone like five minutes and there's a bunch of people on next going, totally different now. It's like, well, hold, cool your yeah, jets. Watch the AJ Styles attack at Elimination Chain. Yeah, cool your jets a little bit here. But aye, the, um, visually last week it was quite striking, oh. wasn't it? How it was just Raw logo, WWE logo, fans lit up. As we keep saying, nothing's like anything forever in wrestling. When the fans are in the building, light them up yeah. because they're going to go away again and we're going to need to bathe it in red and blue or whatever it is, whatever your tricks are. You're going to need to put everybody around on the camera side and all of a sudden, like, I'm not I'm not fooled by these like these WWE stan accounts, of which I was accused of being one a lot this weekend, <laughs> taking those pictures of those AEW buildings. That's going to flip the other way again. Yeah. Like it was, oh, yeah. It was WWE. I feel sorry for Samoa Joe. It's like, hang on, I had this at SmackDown as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it's going to go the other way. We remember stomping grounds, yeah. Yeah, business undulates. Those photos are going to come back one day. So I want to see as many shots of the building, the full building, like do that shot that they do that's like sort of, I'm terrible at describing this, high up behind where the commentators sit. Yes. Fisheye, where the building even looks bigger because of the magic of the lens, but you can see that like the hard camera is basically a little bit of mm-hmm. black tarp over a camera because there's just fans around it. It's <laughs> like it, you don't get this... This sort of boom very often, so luxuriate in it because it's it's it absolutely adds to the experience. Yeah, and re- I hope people have a great time going to watch it. And I imagine, with it being a TV taping, that the promos and the entrances will be a huge part of the buzz. <laughs> Thing is about entrances, well, Bond, is that like when uh, when I mean I've been watching WWE like over three decades at this point, and um, I, I can't think of any time where like the entrance made a bit of a difference, especially not now, especially not when the in-ring work has never been more focused upon. I mean, there's like a, I don't know, I've top my dick, a Cody Rhodes comes <laughs> out. And if only there was like an interactive bit of the entrance that people seem so in love with that they would probably go to a, go to a show just to do that alone. If only a character like Jey Uso had a little something in his entrance that people in a building into their thousands and thousands and thousands wanted to do as a reason to go to a show and take a memory away with them. If only, if <laughs> only these entrances were purposely directed to be part of the experience to such an extent that Roman Reigns takes five goddamn minutes to get to the ring and the ratings in the quarter hours Smackdown are even bigger because you kind of just can't turn away yep. as people hold their fingers up in the air. If only entrances were a big bonus sports entertainment, but sadly they're not. And obviously they provide absolutely no value whatsoever. Will Bourne. More on this on the chamber review later, I by the way. promise you well, there will be as little as possible. Like, the people listening to this have kind of made their choices at this point. Yeah. Sometimes people find us on YouTube, and I don't want to be this bitter, miserable <laughs> bastard that's been called a <laughs> 100,000 times on X over the weekend. We haven't even talked about Cody on the preview. I mean, all he needs to do is say, by the way, I'm going to be at SmackDown on Friday. Do you know what he needs to do? Is his entrance <laughs> to That's all he needs to friggin' do. People can go, whoa, and come away thinking, oh, that's the best wrestling show I've ever been to. I'm right. <laughs> off. Right, let us know your thoughts ahead. Not you, Matt Reigns for a change. You're all right.
Let us know your thoughts ahead of Raw tonight on X uh, at What Culture WWE. Watch, well, they can follow both of us. Uh, you might have seen him. You can follow him on uh, Twitter at. He wants to follow this account at Michael Hamlet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. I just got away with uh, suggesting that Randy Orton should RKO a koala at the weekend. <laughs> it's kids and animals thing, isn't it? Right, there. right, who's the most vulnerable? Get him. Punt kick a panda. Uh, we'll be here later on today to review AEW Collision. As I said, we're going to be live on YouTube at 2.30, uh, but also it's going to be out as a podcast later on today, reviewing Elimination Chamber. But for now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to Michael Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 